Welcome to the Chef of X podcast. I thought you were, are you a fireman? What are you? No, you plant guy? I was, I was firefighting over the summer, but uh, yeah. in September I started a job at a farm in Cape Valley mm. and it's a, it's a livestock farm. So they raise like cattle, sheep, chickens, their main products, chicken eggs. Mm-hmm. So they'd sell a bunch of chicken eggs at farmer's market. You can see them at the Davis farmer's market. Mm. My job is basically just to care for the animals. And like the biggest thing is they have to be rotated around on the pasture Yeah, because I mean, what we grow technically is just the pasture itself, like the grasses and the and the broadleaf plants. Yeah. And then you rotate the animals on there in a certain way so that you can always have green pasture for them to move to mm. and so that they don't tear it up too bad. So, yeah. So, I move them around. I, harvest, I get the eggs. I wash the eggs. Um, we have some tree crops, olives, almonds, oranges. Yeah. And you've always had a farmer's vibe. With this. Well, not always, but <laughs> since high school. And they come out since of the I've womb. Known with you. The, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is this exactly what you studied, the lifestyle? I thought you were more on the plant side of things. No, no. See, well, my major sustainable, sustainable agriculture, if it's if you're going to have an agriculture that's going to be sustainable, you have to integrate both Everything. animals and plants. Okay. Yeah. That makes a lot of yeah. sense. Yeah. But I've never actually worked with animals like this before. So this is my first experience doing this. Yeah. Wow. But um, when, when I lived at the domes with you, I did that sheep class. I don't know if you remember that. Because <laughs> no. uh, I, I would always refer to it because I'm like, oh, I've been with the sheep. It. And you're like, because you have your, your chef and the sheep thing. So. That's true. Chef yeah. versus sheep. Chef and sheep. Plug. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, chef, therefore, sheep. Yeah. Um, what what quarter was that that you were messing around with the sheep? I, I think feel it, like it was toward the end of me being there. Yeah. Okay. It was probably winter. Winter? Oh, wow. Yeah. Huh. Or I don't think it was spring. Yeah, I think it was winter. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, it's crazy um, not studying anything related to plants or agriculture and mm-hmm. being here because um, I think a lot of the farming stuff is very unusual. That, that type of knowledge is not really something that mm-hmm. the average person knows about, or the, mm-hmm. even the average university student knows about. But here, it's really the norm. This yeah. is really designed for that. Yeah, and everybody else is kind of like taking up space or just making it look like a normal university. <laughs> right, right. Well, I mean, when you look at the history of the school, that's what it is. It's an agricultural extension from UC Berkeley. And mm. it's a it's a land-grant university. So as a land-grant university, you have to have agricultural programs for people in the community to come and learn. So a lot of farmers actually are taught directly from what they call them extension specialists. It's like a lot of my professors are like, yeah. when I take soil science or like rangeland ecology or other classes, they're not actually even like professors or lecturers. They're just people that teach farmers directly. Yeah. And then because they have that position with the university, they have to like teach a class every once in a while. That's so much better. Yeah. It's so much better to have a discipline where the people teaching are people who have done something in the world mm-hmm. that they're teaching. I so many that. of the subjects are just based on <laughs> almost a Ponzi scheme setup <laughs> where it's, it's, it's just based on you having the degree, uh, but I don't know. It's, it's, it's very internally consistent, but it might not have much to do with the outside world. And I would argue yeah. math is like that. Yeah. Except engineering. <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of what that. makes it valuable. Engineering has a lot to do with the real world. Yeah, sure. engineering. Yeah, yeah it, I would say math is almost completely useless other mm-hmm. than the models. Mm-hmm. Uh, the models of the physical world because it turns out you can use them to get to space and you can use them to optimize processes and shit like that, chemistry. But um, although I personally like the artistic side 
of it, the artistic side of math, dare I say. <laughs> How dare you combine the arts and <laughs> Um, I, I do, I do recognize that, Hey, you know what? This is not, you know, it is what it is, but it's not what it's not. It's not, <laughs> it's not the same as actually knowing how, how to grow food. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's not fundamental to, to the species yeah. at all. It's like being an actor. Mm-hmm. A lot of times when I think of like studies that are like, you know, people, people will get their major, their masters or whatever. And then like professions afterwards, that generally cycle back into the university yeah. are like history and English. I'll think of yeah. things like that, you know, like what can you really do with an English major? Well, you can yeah. teach English, you know, like, well, yeah, I will say this though. Um, the major maybe isn't that valuable, but there are skills mm-hmm. within the majors yeah. that are valuable. Yeah. And, um, I would say knowing how to write is extremely, extremely valuable. valuable yeah. yeah. But do you need the major to learn how to write? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You kind of can, there's other ways of learning how to write right. where you're not paying whatever amount of thousand dollars right. per year. So it's, it's sticky. And, and that's why I want to be transparent about my interest, not really being as fundamental as something like rotating plants and, and mm-hmm. uh, knowing about how to, uh, you know, feed livestock so that the plants don't, if I'm, I'm probably butchering it, but no, so I, mean, I didn't explain it very specifically. Yeah. <laughs> fucking ruining the soil. It's really not that complicated. Like you don't have to talk about it scientifically. It's just, Make sure that there's plants for the animals to eat. That's yeah, what I make sure do. That, yeah. I, I think that there's that, but then there's also beauty. And mm-hmm. that, I feel, is largely what I'm fighting for. Like it's aesthetic not, beauty, you mean? Yeah. 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 Well, beauty in many forms. I would okay. say uh, music can, is beautiful, too. Yeah. And, and that the arts are important, not because they... Uh, they have a, a better grasp on truth, yeah. um, but just because you can you can talk about things that that are more difficult to prove, or we don't have the instruments to measure, mm-hmm. things like that. No, I completely yeah. agree with that. I mean, oftentimes the value of what you're learning is only attributed to like the monetary value you can get for whatever career pays for that, and that's that shouldn't be what learning's about. It should be, yeah. yeah, it should be about the beauty. It should be about the real world as well, too, which is why I yeah. like agriculture. Yeah. The real world is we all have to eat. We all have to eat. Fun. <laughs> and the, and the well, real... some of us drink our food. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's still food, though. It's still growing. <laughs> Somebody has to know the chemistry that allows you to make drinkable food. <laughs> you want to know something interesting, actually, on the topic of drinkable food? Um, a new guy started working at, at this farm that I'm working at a couple of weeks ago. And he was talking about a roommate he used to have. And he's like, oh, yeah, my roommate, he always used to drink Huel, man. He was on, he was on the drinkable <laughs> food diet. I'm like, oh, no way, my old roommate too. And I was like, did your roommate do the inter- intermittent fasting? He's like, yep. yep. And I'm like, I must don't be a tight. Not anymore? No, there's no reason for me to do it. It's, it was Why'd dumb you for do me to do it in the beginning. Just, I don't know, just to see if I could do it maybe. I don't really know. I feel like it, it worked with like your sleep patterns though. Because you were like, you wouldn't eat like a big breakfast, you know? I don't even so remember you, like, doing sleep. it. Okay, okay <laughs> it's not that important. But all I'm <laughs> trying to say is you fit that type. You yeah. know? <laughs> well, here's what had helped. The ex-roommate dying to do that stuff. <laughs> well, well, experiment with the body. Yeah, yes. no, I, I do shit like that all the time. Yeah, like I'm, for a while, I wouldn't eat after 5 p.m. Like I was trying to like not eat dinner, you know? Yeah. It's just experimenting, just seeing what works for your own body. And I, I fully support that. Yeah. What are you doing now, diet and exercise-wise? Diet and exercise-wise. Exercise, um, I've been going to the ARC more than I used to. Um, what, what are your goals in the ARC? My goals in the ARC, I don't know. I've always been, like, for the past couple of years, I've just been trying to get my back stronger because I've always oh, had this yeah. kind of imbalance where, like, 
I'm kind of like heavier on the front side than on the back side, like mm. chest and abs, and then my back's pretty weak. So I've just been trying to build up my back a little bit. Um, Are you deadlifting? No, I don't. I see. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not doing that <laughs> stuff. I'm just doing like pull ups and rows. That's okay, pull ups and rows. No, that, that, yeah. that, that is good. That is yeah. good. That is good. I'm not into the power lifts. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's another thing that my coworker said was like. He saw he was just one of those YouTubers who knows everything, right? Or sells himself as knowing everything. Was like, do I know him? I don't know if you know him. No, I can't no, remember no. his name. The one YouTuber that you introduced me to, he wasn't a show. He was an artsy guy. Which one was that? He, uh, he oh man, I I forgot his name, but I I hung out with with him a bunch of times with you. But oh uh, I think, oh oh, I know he with the glasses. Maybe maybe he's an artsy guy he's an art he did some crazy youtube video um oh Django. yeah 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 yeah. jeffrey jeffrey i haven't yeah. seen him in a while but yeah he brought over some weird dish with the rolled up uh, right right i know what you're talking yeah. about that guy no it wasn't him i think it was greek food it might have been baklava 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 yeah. yeah that's that's really good stuff it was good i haven't seen him in a while anyway. anyways the number one exercise is supposed to be the deadlift. Like if you're not going to, if you're going to do nothing else and just one, apparently yeah. deadlift's where it's at. But you told me that before too, so. Well, the thing about it is. Uh, it just activates so many different muscle groups. Yeah. Yeah. But it is a form thing. And, right. And, and also. Right. And I've tried it before and my form's pretty shit, so. Well, that's <laughs> the thing. Apparently to get the effects from it, mm-hmm. you, the best way to do it is actually to do heavy deadlifts. Yeah. So yeah. that's the thing. That's the yeah. catch 22. And you it. have to do light to learn the form you have to so do you're not going to be able to yeah you're not get any get effects the... for a long time yeah well or at least in, as long as it takes you to learn it yeah you're not going to get the major major like yeah. lower back effects and stuff like that i've heard i'm i obviously right. i don't really know about it in <laughs> fact my favorite form of it is a form that a lot of people don't even do because hmm. it's it's not it's is it the roman one no okay. I, although i do like romanian ones yeah a romanian but, one, sorry, um, yeah. it's the sumo oh okay yeah because it's like uh I don't even want to go into it, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Anything sumo, you gotta love, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's, I, I don't, here's my vague justification for why I like it. This might not be true, but it's a leg movement. I feel like it's mostly a leg movement. The sumo mm-hmm. protects your lower back a little bit better. Okay. And, but the biggest thing is like the way that my legs are sitting and maybe the way that my hips sit. Mm-hmm. It feels like the most natural way to bend over to grab something. Okay. Whereas for the traditional one or whatever it's called, conventional, mm. um, my your legs are closer together mm-hmm. and your arms are on the outside, and it's very awkward for me for some reason. Mm-hmm. So it's probably just my own anatomy. Or yeah. My own I mean, if it just fits, I don't stretch right. certain parts of my body the right way, so I'm tight here. And right. So I can only sumo, but like, I just feel like it's it's. I, I feel like when I was doing it, the rest of my week was better. Really? It was weird. Wow. It's like Interesting. it's like a hormonal, psychological, mm-hmm. neurological thing that's happening. And you didn't get that with the conventional? I didn't try the guy. I didn't <laughs> fuck with it. I didn't get that without deadlifts. Okay. Okay, but I was seriously. also squatting. Okay. And it could have been the squats that were giving me that effect. That's true. So they say those two are really big uh, mass builders as well. Mm-hmm. And I was interested in building mass. Mm-hmm. So they, they delivered. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? What's your exercise routine currently yeah it's um so i'm back to the body weight stuff okay and um which means my legs are probably getting weaker Mm -hmm. like i actually um (laughs) my main way of working out my legs besides jogging 
is having someone jump on my back and I'll just wa- I'll just piggyback. Piggyback, them. right? That's yeah. my favorite way of doing it. Do that up a hill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there aren't that many hills in Davis. Not in Davis. I know there's no. that hill like on campus going underneath the the bridge. Uh, yeah. yeah. So maybe that's the place. Or to stairwells. Do. Yeah. Go up to the fourth floor of the library with somebody on your back. Oh, I should be. That would yeah, do it. That would do it. <laughs> but anyhow, um, my upper body though, right before I stopped going to the arc. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I was focusing on uh, overhead presses because I oh, realized nice. that yeah. I wasn't doing any overhead movements mm-hmm. and it was it was really suffering like my um long head of my triceps weren't getting getting stimulated well. Does your shoulders doing, too, right? And my shoulders. Yeah. yeah. So uh I I was doing overhead presses. I got pretty strong on it. I was able to do a plate like I don't know four sets of oh, nice. something three. <laughs> Uh, which is like from a power perspective good yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and and um but then i stopped and, and i realized handstands oh shit <laughs> yeah, yeah that's yeah. what the calisthenics that is, community it's does. overhead it's just that's you turn overhead. yourself upside down. yeah so there's <laughs> that's a, clever oh, yeah there's a ha- there's a movement called the handstand push-up yeah that's i've seen it insane. i've seen it it's an it's so insane. It takes so much core strength to do it that takes too. Everything. Yeah. It's yeah. like, and it's elegant because yeah. it's a body weight movement. Yeah. So you could actually do it for all the rest you need of your is life. calisthenics. That's yeah. all you need. So yeah. it, mentally, that's where I'm, I'm headed. Is uh, handstand push up in a year. Nice. Where, so right now I'm doing what's called the the pike push up. Yeah, I know. Um, which I've is uh, just go to a bench or something, mm-hmm. put my feet up, and then do a pseudo handstand mm-hmm. and do a push right. up there. When you're way into it, I'm. It's like. I'm not that strong, so it's actually mm-hmm. challenging for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm just grateful that, like, YouTube exists so that yeah. I could figure out yeah. h- how to spend my energy. And then also, there's a lot of variations of uh, push-ups that I'm doing because from my brief, like, gym life experience, mm-hmm. I learned that to build the upper body, there's, like, four movements. Yeah. You got to push vertically, pull vertically, or push and pull vertically and push and pull horizontally Horizontally. yeah and i didn't think of it in those terms before but now that i do that's the way that i work out is push and pull days Mm -hmm. and since i'm not really doing like like weekends are kind of leg days i'll jog right exactly yeah Uh, i'll hopefully get a couple piggyback rides in throughout the week (laughs) you know but um or give or give sorry yeah but push pull days and on the push days i'm doing uh unilateral push-ups mm-hmm. so one side each because i have weaknesses in my shoulders that i'm trying to eat okay. now and then um handstand pike push-ups for the pushes and then for the pull days i'm doing unilateral <laughs> unilateral pull-ups uh-huh. which are archer is the real word archer pull-ups archer pull-ups which i'm super weak at. i was gonna say so you it. just hold on with both hands still but you're just like Doing well, that kind one, of. Or? You in, you end up pulling a little bit with your stretched hand, but it's like this. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the so, same thing with the push-ups. And yeah, same thing with okay. the push-ups. It's like that. So okay. one, you you just try to keep one arm straight. Okay. And with the pull-ups, you actually when you straighten it out, you try to put it over the bar. Oh, so interesting. Can, yeah. Oh. But it, it actually gives you a little bit of a rest at the top, but I'm like weak. So at the end of it, I'll try to go for it. I'm just like, <laughs> almost pull something. Like, All right, that's, that's over. That's, that's over. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm doing, uh, I'm trying to fix some shoulder shit. I'm trying to grow the long heads, doing more overhead shit. And then I started, because of your boy, Bez, I was hanging out with him one time in his van. And this guy, you know, of course, he knows a thousand people. Right. This guy walks in. He's like, hey. I'm an ex-bodybuilder. Oh, okay. You're like, let me ask you a question. <laughs> so, so he said, the way that I used to do it is uh, olive oil and egg whites. 
because the Wait, fats you need like a bunch of calories yeah, for your body yeah, building. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's like, yeah, the fats are a great way to get your calories, and it's clean fats. Mm-hmm. And then the egg whites are a good way to get your protein. You just buy it from whatever, and yeah. it's like fifty grams in one drink. And I was right. like, 50, 50 grams, <laughs> gee willikers, <laughs> right? So, I fucking, so one thing that I I don't do the uh, olive oil because I okay. feel like my calories are fine. Yeah. But uh, I do the uh, egg whites now. Okay. So I'm, I'm an egg white guy. <laughs> I, uh, I I do the whole, you know, push day or pull day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I come home and just drink the egg whites, you know, huh. get into the shower. And then, of course, drink my food for the rest of the day. Right, right. <laughs> the thing about Huel, though, is it's like 30 grams of protein per serving, too. I know, so yes. you're already... I'm already getting, getting plenty a lot. of protein in there. I'm yeah. getting a lot, but I'm probably pissing out it. most of your protein. I'm pissing it out, you know what I'm saying? It's all but, good. You know, but the bodybuilder said it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know exactly. Yeah. I think well, the last time I did the calculation, I weighed less, so I'd have to redo it. How much I actually need? Oh, okay. But huh. I'm doing it out of habit that way. I know I have my bases covered, and I just even yeah I, yeah 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 no. So, yeah, I mean, and plus and when, when you're I young, gain, it's not going to hurt you. You know, it's, not gonna it's just over time. You know what I'm saying it's yeah. just egg white. So uh. it's just egg white. <laughs> if you want to know something interesting, actually, the two like main products that my farm sells are eggs and, and olive oil. Mm. So I got I eat like you're going to be six eggs a day when I'm there. Oof. Yeah. Oof. But with the yolks, the yolks have a lot of the nutrients. Are, yeah, you're missing out do. on the nutrients, man. I don't know why he suggested egg whites. Well, people I should, probably people, should just get liquid eggs. Yeah. Or just get regular <laughs> eggs and eat them like a normal person, but I like you can only drink lifestyle. your food, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just... <laughs> it's just fast and convenient. It's just wildly convenient. It's like once... Unless I start having eye problems Oh my god. <laughs> it's like it's kind of hard to go back when there's no real advantage that I see other than entertaining guests. That's the you, real advantage. You're missing out on, on the aesthetics, yeah, because food is inherently social. Oh, but I get free food at work. You but do? But I'm not social at work. How often do you go to work, though? On the weekends. So at least on the weekends, I get That's at least a bowl barely of Barely any of the, any of the week right there, though. <laughs> so chicken, I had chicken. I think everybody should cook and, and share food more than we do. But, like, realistically, yeah, people don't have a lot of time. So I, I see where the drinkable food well, comes in. I also in. want to avoid people. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. You know what would be great? A real recluse. You know what would be great for your podcast, actually? would mm. be some nice, delicious food right in the center. It would be. That you're yeah. sharing as you're talking. True. And in the long term, done with these mics, lavalier or something. Yeah. Or, or better yet, some shit from like boom mics. Yeah. And then it yeah. just records the room. Yeah. And then it's way more natural. Mm-hmm. But this is great for sound. It's not so great for looking at what's going on or the person actually enjoying yeah. the experience. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you feel, you feel watched. You got that thing. You got this thing shoved in your face, but hey, that's just you know, me. Some I, people don't care. It's fine. Some people don't care. I mean, yeah. what's worth I mean, what is life about anyway? You know? What is life about? You got to cook the meal. Got to cook the meal. That's it. And See, it's not just a metaphor though, man. You really got to cook the meal. <laughs> Start cooking and eating your fucking food. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I see it as cooking when I put the drinkable food in a blender bottle and shake it up. You are, you're definitely cooking when you're shaking it. You know, you're adding heat. Yeah. I'm changing the whole nature of what it was. Yeah. yeah. You know, before it was powder, now it's drinkable. (laughs) Think about that. All right. Metaphorically speaking. I think I've talked about drinkable food. Okay. 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 anyways it sounds like a good exercise routine and that's you actually gave me some more words to describe mine because i'm kind of doing like a push pull thing myself like i'll do like i do a little bit of bench press and push-ups one day and dips one day and then i'll do i'll do the pull-ups and the rows the other day which is 
kind of a push-pull in mm. a sense, yeah. What's uh, the biggest area of growth do you feel in your world right now, or what are the areas you're looking forward to? growing in i honestly i i mean you've you've labeled me as a runner i mean I, as somebody who likes running i just i always want to keep running more and how and much get do better you running i it always dwindles man it gets it gets less and less maybe like three days a week and mm. like five miles each time mm. so not much five miles is nothing to be ashamed of i'm not it's not it's not that there's shame <laughs> but it's like i would do more if i could you know <laughs> Like when I was a freshman, I was running every day and then it would be five miles every day. And then two, two, two days a week, it'd be like 10, 12 miles. Yeah. And then I came down to uh, Davis and it was like around 14 miles. It is nothing because it's flat here. So you yeah. don't feel it. Yeah. But at that point, uh, you're spending a lot of time just running. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm here to meet people and I'm just alone when I'm running. So yeah. Why don't you, are, did you quit the track club? I, it's. It's one of those things where they do it at the same time every quarter, mm. and I can't always meet that, that time, time. So yeah. I kind of yeah, I oh. dropped it. Yeah, but it was it was fun while I did it. Yeah, that that made a big difference. Just running with a group of people, mm -hmm. then you can just chat you know. while you're running. Yeah, a lot of people just chat when you're running. Mm. One of the things I like about you is you uh, like me. You run outside. You can't stand. I can't stand the dude. treadmill either, yeah. and it's like um, I. So when I was a kid, I spent a lot of time skateboarding and biking. Mm -hmm. And I, I suspect that it has played a, a huge role in the way that I view the city, yeah. The, the, yeah. the town, because it's like completely you're moving through it. You're not walking, but mm -hmm. you're not in a box. You're not in a yeah, car, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're just kind of going wherever you're going right. and, and you're in your own world, but there's a beauty to seeing the trees pass by mm -hmm. and also you're not just seeing though hearing smelling because when you're in yeah. a car you can well, see all for that me, shit too. i was blasting my ears out oh, okay. i was headphoned okay, up okay. so and this is before i was smart enough to have the over-the-ear <laughs> headphones so i was right. really just you know yeah, earbuds yeah. ruining in. my shit but yeah um seeing it hearing my music <laughs> smelling you know the smell the wind on your feel the dirt <laughs> splash on my new t-shirt um these are things that I, I like they're priceless to me mm -hmm. and it, it actually was the thing that i looked forward to mm -hmm. if i was running is that i would i would see some scenery and also there's a lot of beautiful scenery in uh pasadena i recently visited like a month or so ago oh, nice. and i just skated around and yeah pasadena is really gorgeous yeah yeah this is gorgeous man I've, i feel grateful that i i like i was talking about beauty earlier but I kind of underplayed it. I think we need beauty. Oh, we we absolutely. I do. think we need beautiful shit. I think it, it affects our psychology. Yeah, really uh, a lot. Yeah, and I've just looking back and visiting. I'm like, man, I'm grateful I was in a fucking beautiful place because if I wasn't, then who knows? Mm -hmm. No, it's it's definitely <laughs> essential to your development. There's, I read one time like the the like feeling of like I don't know I can't put better words to it of like being mind blown. But like when you go to like the top of a mountain and you look around or just just some like insanely beautiful natural scene, like that's something that humans need. Mm. Like and that that's why people go to national parks. That's why national yeah. parks are like the most frequented thing by Americans is because people want to go there and just smoke weed. Whoa, you know, like this is fucking gorgeous. <laughs> you know, rooms. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's why maybe that's why so many people are into drugs because they don't get that. They don't. Too. Well, oh, that's a good, that's a really good point. Yeah, it's that. It's it's the the experience that you're getting on drugs. Arguably, any experience that you're getting, yeah, is 
a form of something you could get without drugs. Right. But it's just much easier with the drugs. Right, right, right. It's some form of that. It's that there's some kind of a receptor in your brain already mm-hmm. that's being hacked or taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. And you could get it, but it's like, how do you, is it, do you put in the work? I, I, there's this famous, like, uh, I knew him because he was kind of like an atheist guy that was talking, like, when I was in the 10th grade, I was really interested in religion. Okay. And, um... But he's he's also somebody who's like a neuroscientist, and he was saying, uh, for some people, taking drugs, like especially psychedelics, can be very important because you can realize for the first time certain things about the life of the mind mm-hmm. that you otherwise wouldn't have even looked at. You would mm-hmm. have completely ignored it for the rest of your existence. But he's a big meditation guy now. Yeah. And he's like, you but you should just too. be meditating. Like yeah. you shouldn't. He's not endorsing yeah, psychedelics. Not he's just saying, be... but that's a, a method of opening of getting, your eyes. Yeah, exactly. But then once you realize there is something out there worth pursuing, mm-hmm. uh, other than what's going on mm-hmm. in your material world, then there are plenty of ways to get there. And one of the best ways, he would argue, is mm-hmm. meditation. It's free. <laughs> yeah, it's free. Um, and, and you can do it every day, and it'll actually benefit your health as yeah. opposed to mushrooms. Yeah, it's it's it'll. <laughs> It's a skill that you yeah. can build, and then similar to the handstand push-up, mm-hmm. once you have it, mm-hmm. well, then you can just maintain it for, mm-hmm. for the rest of your days. Mm-hmm. But it's worthwhile. You'll know it's worthwhile mm-hmm. if you have a transformative mm-hmm. experience. Whereas for if you were to just do the meditation, maybe a month in, you'd give up because you might think, well, there's nothing else to discover here. Mm-hmm. I've, there's, you know, I'm not getting, I'm not feeling any different, so fuck it. Whereas with the drugs, oh no, you take enough of this, right. you're going to feel something. And then you'll know there's something beyond whatever you're directly experiencing. So like runner's eye, that's what you're going for. Right? <laughs> yeah. Instead <laughs> of smoking a joint, just run across the street. <laughs> oh gosh, definitely. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, but there's a lot to it that I like personally. I mean, kind of like you're saying, like I grew up not in a city. I grew up in a forest, but for me. Which is wild. Yeah. That's yeah. insane. Yeah. And for me, I wanted to just to see what was out there. Like, I mean, I could see a mountain over there. I'm like, okay, well, let's go see what that mountain looks like. And let's go see what the view from the mountain looks like. So for me, I would just go and run on the, on all the United States Forest Service roads that they have built through the woods. Mm. And that's, that's my method of exploration. And so now whenever I go to a new city, I run like I went. I went to Malaysia over the the winter break in uh, nice. at Shanti's hometown. That's one of the first things I did was just go for a run, mm. and that's one of the things that like I can't really comprehend. Like I heard a third year grad student the other day say like, "Oh, I've never been to like Young Hall before. I didn't know where Young Hall was." But it's like when I came to Davis, first thing I did was run all around campus, mm. went all around the town. It's like situational awareness is key to survival or just to like just have an interest in the place you're in, you know, just know where you are. You should have, you should build a relationship with the place that you're in. If you're going to spend any time there, Yeah. I think running or skateboarding or biking or anything that's just allowing you to move through the space is, is, is critical. I think it's critical. Mm. And it's something that we miss out when we're just in our boxes. Yeah. And also too, I mean, our culture is just super individualistic and like, uh, yeah, I mean, we're, we're all kind of like, hidden from each other based on the the structure of our of our built environment yeah. and of our social environment and so that's one of the reasons why i like it is because even if i'm not talking to somebody when running i can at least see other people you know i can yeah. at least know there's other people that exist whereas if i just sit in a room all i have is like a laptop or a phone or something to to be aware of other people you know yeah so that's one of the things i admire about it well, speaking of other people, I, I think there's an anonymity that comes with running or mm-hmm. biking or skating too that's really cool. Anonymity? Because, yeah, like when when you're 
out in you know just in public running or whatever yeah people people might know you right yeah. but mostly they're just reacting to you as a runner right so or as a human. they don't know anything else they about they you other than just some guy you. running yeah. Yeah. you're just a human being that's there yeah. versus if you're in the box if you're super in your own space mm-hmm. then there are all these other labels and titles that you have to kind of be constrained by after yeah. a while yeah um that maybe can mess up the way that you would interact with the other people, you mm-hmm. know, mess up the flow. Mm-hmm. Getting back to the, another part of the conversation you're talking about was the, um, how like meditation or psychedelics can, um, what, what was the word you used? You said like, I don't know, basically open your mind yeah, to what, yeah. to what reality is. There's a book I'm reading and, and what the author uses to describe a similar similar thing is uh he calls it a cultural lens or the cultural eyeglasses yeah so basically we all have cultural eyeglasses and that that shapes how we view things and and the possibility of what we can view yeah and the only way that you can actually absorb all the information and understand reality is to take the eyeglasses off yeah so meditation psychedelics that's how you take the eyeglasses off i just thought that was something interesting to share yeah, it is interesting because I, I think about culture a lot, um, yeah. but I think about it in this way because I might be using the wrong word. Maybe culture isn't the best word for this, but there's sets of rules and, mm-hmm. um, and almost like rules of thumb mm-hmm. or um, suggestions or reward systems, mm-hmm. incentives. Like implicit in the, in yeah, the culture, yeah. That, that everyone is kind of born into. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you can have different systems, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, and it's hilarious when you realize something in your system doesn't align with someone else's or like for me, what's hilarious is when there's something that's extremely important in my system and then, uh, or so I thought, and then I find someone else who does, that's not important at all to them and they're doing just fine or they're achieving my goals better than I am mm-hmm. or something like that. And you realize like, oh, this is redundant. This is not even important. This has nothing to do with what I actually am interested in. Right, right. It's just something that I, like, until I debunk it, it will be the law for me. Yeah. And this seems like it's the position we're always in. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's interesting about that is, well, what if you could set somebody up with a good system? That'd be super cool, right? Yeah. yeah. So it, like, if you if everyone is in a shitty system by some measure, then the coolest thing you could do is to edit your own system. Mm-hmm. And then the next person in that one will have a less shitty one. But they'll still have to debunk a lot of bullshit. Right. It just will be right. less bullshit than before. That's Yeah, that's the thing. There's always going to be some <laughs> amount of bullshit. Because people, because like, we love the bullshit. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. bullshit is what makes a lot of people live. Like one of the things that's bullshit to me is uh, gossip. Mm. And and somebody has framed yeah. it. I don't know whose quote this is, but um, it it has to do with like you could talk about uh, you could talk about people, events, or ideas, mm-hmm. and the high level is ideas, and the low level is people, and the middle level is events. Well, I don't know okay. who's that. Who's okay. thought that? Okay, that's just just a quote. Okay, the, yeah. yeah, right. But this is roughly. Uh, I don't. I don't disagree with it. Mm-hmm. Um. Where was I going with that? Where were we? Culture? Gossip. Gossip. Yeah. When I'm in an environment where it's heavy gossip, I start to sink into my shell because I'm like, (laughs) oh, shit. Like, this is is not my world. Yeah. So either I'm completely quiet 
or I contribute, but then I, I might have to go against my own ideals just to contribute. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because it's yeah. clear to me that this is a high value right now. It's right. very important that we bring out, you know, so sometimes I'll say, yeah, you know, I, I love telling stories without saying who's in the story. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Just saying like a person or so. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I love yeah. the same thing. So, yeah. so, so sometimes what will happen is I will have told something a thousand times and then there'll be a gossip moment and I'll be like, Oh, oh yeah, blah blah blah. This person, yeah, and and then three people will be like, oh, "That changes everything." Right, right. You're like, "No, I was <laughs> trying like, to tell you no, the no, story." No, 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 no. <laughs> it doesn't change anything. It's yeah. the same story. Yeah, right. Um, but uh, if I could, like, this is one of the areas where I feel like I've debunked some bullshit mm -hmm. that um, maybe I've had a recent experience, and that's why I'm thinking about this. But it would be cool if the next generation of people growing up in my whatever mm -hmm. uh, program culture could have that, could have that perspective, even if they didn't do it, they would at least have the perspective that, Hey, there is something different between uh, discussing people, events and ideas. Mm -hmm. And that there's, even if, even if the way I'm saying it isn't the best way of saying it, there is some, truth behind the idea that there's a hierarchy there rather than just everything being even okay yeah but i don't know my, how that's, much that's i don't know how much i agree lens. with that yeah that's like i mean uh, by the way i obsess over useless mathematics <laughs> <laughs> exactly see that's the thing like so, and i value it yeah so that's yeah. why i think what i think right and it right could turn out that hey maybe discussing people is the way that you teach fables for mm -hmm. instance or tell stories mm -hmm. people are usually more important in stories than ideas mm -hmm. so this could be a horribly wrong way of thinking yeah. about the world but it's an example of what i mean by you know when i say culture i might be using the wrong word but i'm really just thinking of sets of ideas right 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 um or like rules of thumb that people adopt without having the chance to examine mm -hmm. yeah I, my only thing is i don't know there definitely are some hierarchies with things, but whenever they, whenever it's pointed out, I try to try to think about it in a different way because yeah, and and I by mean, the way, ideas. Let me be the first to say anything I suggest is most likely very stupid in some way <laughs> that I don't know at the moment that I'm that's saying it. That's but true. That's anything the idea anybody is that says, yeah. Over time, yeah, it's going to improve over time. Yeah, yeah. My my only my only thought on it is, I mean, ideas directly relate and are in combination with people and events. They're not separate from They're people. Separate. You know, as no. people, we come up with ideas. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not in any way defending gossip, although there might be some value to there, it that we I'm don't sure see. I'm sure there's value there. There probably is. See. And we, I mean, as a social primate species, there's probably some huge evolutionary benefit that we maybe, don't know. Maybe gossip is the original form of fables. Where yeah. By, by yeah. shaming each other or by saying this is good behavior. Yeah. We're really teaching each other, hey, this is how we should be. Mm -hmm. You know, could be, yeah. Editing each other's behavior for the long term. Mm -hmm. Or it could even, it could just be a, I mean, gossip isn't always a negative thing. Like, it could be a way of, like, well, it could be a way of sharing resources, like, oh, like, so-and-so just, like, lost their job or so-and-so just became pregnant you know it's like how do you then you can then the person hearing could be like oh how do i help that person you know <laughs> it's not always like it's not always about shame you know that's true it's not always about shame it's not always about i'm not shame. defending gossip i'm just trying to unpack it a bit you know that's true and let me help you unpack it unpack it more yeah i actually don't 
gossip or listen to gossip enough. See, the thing is, I don't know anything about <laughs> gossip. I don't gossip at all. <laughs> to distinguish between the valuable and the non-valuable. Yeah. It's possible yeah, that it's I'm, what, yeah, I'm yeah. grouping all of it into the area that's the least valuable mm-hmm. and kind of straw manning gossiping itself. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, that's that's exactly what I was trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Who the fuck knows? Who the fuck knows? I heard what's her name, Nels. (laughs) You won't believe what I heard. (gasps) Who is it? Who is it? (laughs) Who is it? it? (laughs) Uh, Running. You wanted to get some minimalism. Oh yeah, minimalist. Minimalism. Are you a fucking minimalist? Or what? I don't. I don't know. You. I feel like that's a label that you've given to me. That's somebody who lived with me. I never. I think. Okay, here's what I think about how you started it with those three things. I think the last thing describes me in the way that I describe myself the most, which okay. is nonconformist. <laughs> so the first two get canceled out: runner and minimalist. I'm just the nonconformist. Well, you do run. I do run. And how much stuff do you have in grams? <laughs> I have no fucking. You have less clue. than this amount. <laughs> oh my god! I try to not have a lot of things. Yeah, I I do I do strive for that. I think it I think it's valuable to be mobile, particularly as somebody who isn't a house or landowner of any sorts. Yeah, and I mean I we get attached to our possessions, and we live in a consumer society, and part of part of being a minimalist. Is just learning not to buy a bunch of shit that you don't need. And I'm sure there's plenty of popular culture minimalists out there. I know there's people on YouTube or social media or whatever. But for me, it's just I recognize I don't have much money. I recognize buying shit doesn't make me happy. I recognize that I only need a few things. So it just it makes no logical sense to have a lot of things. I don't know if that's minimalism. If it is, then sure, I'm a minimalist. I don't know how much more there is to in this topic. Like, what do you think about it? I mean, coming here, like, yeah, you don't have much stuff either. I would call you a minimalist. As, as, in terms of, like, somebody who has cameras and microphones and podcast shit, you're a maximalist. Mm. But Well, <laughs> I don't know about that. This would not be the maximum. Okay, okay. But, um, no, I agree with that. I actually feel like um, it's one of those things where uh, it the person who would fit the title the best is the person who wouldn't care much to even notice the title. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, like you don't have to identify as an artist to make art. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't really, it doesn't make yeah. sh- shit difference. Yeah. You just do the art. Or yeah. You, you, and, and if in my experience, if I may say so myself, <laughs> um, when you're really doing something, uh, beautiful, then you're just worried about that. And mm-hmm. not the title of it. So mm-hmm. I think it's one of the funnier titles because it's, it, in my experience, everyone who has marketed themselves as a minimalist uh-huh. has not really met the bill, <laughs> in my view. Like, they, yeah. like they're doing, but, but, but people who are just kind of doing their thing, mm-hmm. uh, it's usually kind of a surprise to find out some people have massively less shit mm-hmm. than everyone else in the population. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I meet people like that myself that i'm surprised by you know yeah. that's why i like i wouldn't even consider myself that because i met also somebody who worked at the farm he just had one small bag of clothes and one small bag of books wow. that's what he had for a year oh wow that's yeah, that's all that's he had wild. so that's all I, he did had. you talk to him about that i mean not really i was just yeah. like i under i understood that he didn't need much stuff and so if that's he worked all it at was the farm he 
he probably that's even more reason why he didn't eat yeah much yeah because he had all his food he had yeah. access to communal like cookware and a shower and all this other stuff so he didn't he didn't even have his own towel because there were towels at the farm so it's yeah. like yeah, he didn't need any of that shit wow when he's also internationally from another country so that might have a part of it too well sometimes that has the opposite effect yeah no where people have a lot, a lot shit, yeah. <laughs> actually my first my second roommate was from uh near shanghai and he had like 10 suitcases in his room <laughs> like a lot of shit yeah so yeah your point is proven by that <laughs> wow well, yeah, I guess if the bare minimum is satisfying, then... Well, I, I, another side that you've hinted at is that the stuff really isn't the happiness. Yeah. I mean, and that's yeah. something that, and that and once people you get that piece, hear, yeah. yeah, once yeah. you get that piece, then the rest of it kind of falls into yeah. place. That like, well, what are you really excited? What really is going to move the needle for mm-hmm. you? Is it mm-hmm. another suit? Right, right, right. <laughs> and if, if not, then it just... Yeah. You won't even have the desire. I think for some people, this is also another distinction between those who carry the title or are proud of mm-hmm. the title and those who don't care is that uh, doing, looking like, seeming like you are a minimalist, if that moves the needle for you, mm-hmm. then you're probably not. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I see it, what you're if, saying. If, yeah. If yeah. It, if it, if you're if, trying to be minimalist, like if that's what gives you, yeah. If it, the if it makes yeah. a difference that the per, that somebody else thinks that you're minimalist, mm-hmm. then yeah, that's the, then that's a different joy than just um, going for being, a jog or yeah. <laughs> having stronger relationships. You know, there's a number of things that most people cite. Yeah, as like uh, I would say, diet, exercise, and relationships usually move the needle for most people. And those those are three things that people are lacking in. Like strongly in the, in our society, I oh, think. Yeah. Poor <laughs> diet, little exercise, and shitty relationships. Oh yeah, um, and I'm, I'm the worst of all three. Nah, get I out mean, of here. if you think about my drinkable food get diet, out of here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, my exercise is better. Yeah, actually, actually, my I would argue that my relationships are better, but better than what? Better? What's what's my what's my better? You should be. I mean, your bar should be a, yourself better than the past. Better than the past of myself. Yeah, uh, probably. Probably. I think. I think. Yeah, I think th- some of my uh, priorities are good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a pretty, uh, you know, vague way of uh, putting it. But I, th- I feel like the battles I'm fighting are good ones and that they lead to long-term happiness rather than short-term. The battles? Stuff. Yeah, you know, I feel like... Of what? I of feel what? <laughs> like, people? <laughs> if you're referring to your relationships as battles, that's, that's a bit concerning. Here, let me explain, okay? <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like the pillars, you know, are in a better position than they have been in the past. You know, you know, you could you could just use real <laughs> words instead of my my, my foundation. <laughs> okay, is stronger. Well, uh, you know, more secure. What is it? It's just you know, it's grown. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think that's a valid metaphor to use. Foundation's always growing. <laughs> Are you ever going to build on it, though? I mean... You ever going to put a house on that foundation? Listen, I'm a minimalist, all right? <laughs> through and through. Okay, I have one more thing I want to say about minimalism. I think one aspect of me that might contribute to, to being minimalist is that 
I I'm not exposed to a ton of branding. And I think that's like a lot of a lot of By the way, this is available on See, that's ex- I was going to get there because marketing is like the point of marketing in our capitalist society is to get people to think that they need something, yeah. whether they don't need it or not. Think that you want it, you know? Yeah. You see some like hot, sexy girl drinking a Coke, you're like, fuck, I want a Coke so I can get a hot, sexy girl, you know? Like, right. you don't even have to have that thought, but it's just, it's, it's just there. It's subconscious. Yeah. Or like, hey, my friend JP's got a hat. Yeah, man, those hey, hats are just there. Hat, you don't, know? Don't, we don't even have to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's it. I'm just not exposed to much branding because I don't watch a lot of TV or go on social media a lot or do anything that would expose me to branding. That's interesting because I actually gave Adomi that exact hat that you picked up over a year ago. Oh yeah, yeah, and that just—I think I found me. that in the in the free box one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. Well, you know, it is what it is. Actually, I think I, I gave that to a what's the PC term? A houseless person. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That'd be good branding too. Yeah, yeah, would. You know, my actually, this is not a joke some of the earliest podcasts that i did were with homeless people yeah i think you know i remember you saying that once before yeah yeah because i was living in uh san jose and right. i had no network right and right. the closest thing i had to a network was um i was with the like basically <laughs> i was at i was at this halfway yeah the halfway house yeah and yeah, it yeah. was like people were in and out of there in like two days mm-hmm. So it was like, I, I did a, this is still online, by the way. I did a podcast with this girl who missed her court date because she was doing the podcast no. and never saw her again. That's terrible. Yeah. Does she know that it was no, her court, the court date? The court date was, her. she was late way before we started. Okay, she had okay, missed okay. it like a whole hour or two yeah. before that. It's not like the podcast. No, 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 no. It was not like she was yeah. like, okay, let's make this 20 <laughs> minutes and we stuff. went for three hours. No, no, no. Oh, no, no. shit. Damn. She should have been on the bus. Yeah, yeah. Shouldn't yeah, have yeah. even she been had, around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be, yeah. But um, it was a good one, too. It was mm-hmm. one of the best ones, actually. Oh, well. So, you know, it came from a real place, but it, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be bad uh, branding or marketing to be in a fucking free box. Or a houseless yeah. person. Is that what they're saying for homeless now? How I don't is that fucking know. Just be, say homeless. I don't know. How is yeah. that supposed to be less It doesn't insulting? matter. It it's doesn't actually, matter. And, and by the way, the people who are making up these terms, yeah. are they doing anything to help the homeless? Right, or, and right. did the homeless sign off on this thing to say we are less offended by this? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. It doesn't make, it's kind of confusing know. why I think, somebody who's like, why do they have the authority to say you're saying the wrong they thing? They might have been homeless themselves and it might have... Not. Then that's to them, right? Right, right. But, but as the, as the group as a whole, yeah, is saying, there a democratic hey, vote amongst all the homeless yeah, people? Well, <laughs> no, obviously not. I don't. I think it it comes from a place of experience. So then people try to say like, oh well, home isn't necessarily attributed to having a house. I guess. Yeah, that's fair. I think that's what it comes from. I I say homeless, houseless interchangeably. It's just houseless. There's always a new term. This is one it of the things matter. that yeah, I feel matter. like math gets right. <laughs> which is it's the that, same constants and variables all the time no it's that the concepts are more important than the words that describe yeah. them that the titles that describe them. yeah and and variables are the most poetic way of displaying that mm-hmm. relationship is that mm-hmm. it really doesn't matter what you call it what matters is how does it function in the rest right. of the thing how does right. it function with everything else and to to get caught up in the the this and the that the right word mm-hmm. the wrong this it's like half the time 
even if it's supposed to be something like what's funniest is if there's supposed to be something protecting me and I don't even agree with it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 No, I agree with that. Like on, 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 on my behalf, you know, let's say I'm, uh, living in a living room mm-hmm. and somebody, Oh, well, you know, don't communal say room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Oh, yeah. commun- you're saying the wrong thing. Like, okay. But I live like, in a living room. <laughs> yeah. It gets yeah. to a certain point where it's like, okay, you you might be overdoing yourself trying to yeah, yeah. to um, help other people you know try well, helping in a different an, way <laughs> yeah there's an argument that i heard about political correctness that was very interesting which is that uh saying the right thing it's it's uh, regardless of whether or not it's good does it work mm-hmm. it it might not work to simply change words it, it it might be that you really do have to change uh your process of thinking before you can make real progress now i don't know I'm not a fucking linguist and I'm not, I'm not a, you know, let me just, yeah. Yeah, I'm not, let me just, you know, before, um, I say too much, admit that this sounds like credibility wise, credibility wise, let me not, I don't want my position or anything other than what I'm saying mm-hmm. to be considered in the argument. Just consider the argument. Yeah. yeah and yeah, if yeah. that's crazy, then, what the fuck is the university even yeah, for? I think there's nothing wrong with just considering the argument. Yeah. Personally, I think we, we get caught up on huh? definitions so much. It's just anybody should be able to. You know, I hate about, about argument. Argument is people always think it it implies like fights, like aggressiveness, or fights. Yeah, it has that yeah. that cultural connotation of like, oh, you're like screaming and yelling at each other. It's like yeah. no, it's. But that's really a fuck up on the intellectuals part because yeah. it's the same as the word theory. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Where yeah. it's. The, the common term theory is mm-hmm. closer to the science term hypothesis. Mm-hmm. Right. Closer. Right. So it's kind of a fuck up for having that. But then people that. think theories. Yeah. It's because it's an educated guess is what yeah, people yeah. think. Yeah. And, and, but, but it's understandable why. Yeah. I mean, not to no, say it is people are, aren't, are, aren't malicious. There are, right. you know, but there are also just normal ass people who yeah. could be genuinely confused by this mm-hmm. kind of double meaning. Thing, a word that's the thing about words is that, yeah, definitions shift and change over time. That's why I feel like a lot of my education has just been definitions of words. It's kind of useless. Well, I like to define my own words. That's what, what I'm saying. saying. I feel like definitions are important when you're speaking in a conversation just to clarify what you're saying. But you don't need to, like, adhere to one strict definition of something, and that's always, always what it means. Hence the poetic use of the of variables. Right. In math, it's like, yeah. yeah, we're using A for this situation, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but if you could easily just change it to V or exactly, something else yeah. or maybe something that a Greek letter and it would be the same meaning yeah, and nobody yeah. would even bat an eye at Right, right. Yeah, so. Because the explanation's there, it's written out. Yeah, yeah. the important pieces are not the, 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 the names. Yep. Okay, you uh, you need to no, ask me a question. Oh, I need to ask you a question. Yeah. Who's Who's watching this making sure that there's a balance in the questioning, huh? No one. Nobody no one. listens okay. to that. I actually designed this so that only one person, only two people will like these podcasts. Oh, okay. The people in them. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's like, but you know one, two. People love uh, the most important question in the universe. And at the so, end, yeah. So it doesn't yeah. matter what the fuck You know what happens. I was thinking of stealing, stealing it away from you. And, Steal it. And a, How do you uh, want to steal it away from you, but just taking away the, I think the best part about the most important question in the universe, it's not the question. It's not what the person says, but it's just what you say at the end, which is 
That's right. Oh yeah, you should steal that, please. <laughs> that's, that's the. I stole that. <laughs> I stole did? that. Yeah, I stole that probably from some home uh, person without a houseless person. Yeah, I already forgot homeless the term. person. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, how do you, how do you feel about taking time off for it from UC Davis and and exploring uh, other things? Yeah, yeah. I I, I mean uh, that's what I, oh, if, I came yeah. here just to connect with you. I didn't come here for the podcast. <laughs> well, that's the same thing. You I, gotta I understand. understand. I, you gotta I do understand. understand. I do understand. You don't have to explain. I don't, answer the question. Answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so uh, two things. Most most of the time, I feel like. This is a fucking, most of the time I actually think that being in community college is a waste of time. Really? Yeah. Okay. I actually think, why am well, I? Well, you've already done that too, right? I'm like, why am yeah. I even here? Why am I even going to do this? Why, why don't I just stop going and then that's it? Mm. But, but I also realized that there's a certain type of mental discipline that there's a lot of room for growth for me. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it could possibly be useful for that. Just sitting down, doing problems mm-hmm. you know checking them that whole routine i think oh, not necessarily class for class but like over a matter of months mm-hmm. i think i get a benefit from that okay um so i i'm hoping that and and i feel that that's not happening at davis at all okay that's, what I was that's not ask. happening yeah, at all yeah. at davis it, the, the problem is the uh in my in my mind it's that the quarter system has kind of a um christmas sucks. it it well it has a, a kind of splitting uh reality for engineering Hmm. which is that if you're this level then you're playing catch up right if you're if you're top level then it's normal you don't even notice it right right if you're mid-level you're playing catch up if you're not mid or some level right yeah but if there's a certain threshold where if you're not that level you're never gonna catch you're never gonna catch Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah so uh i felt like I could do that, right? I could play catch up. I'm definitely not top level, but yeah. I could play catch up. But I won't play catch up <laughs> because what's actually going to happen is I'm going to be playing catch up. I'm going to be barely, you know, mm-hmm. keeping up with this, doing, getting C's on midterms, getting B's yeah, on midterms, yeah. maybe. But then I'm going to want to do something else. And when I want to do that other thing, school's over <laughs> yeah okay well you're saying this in the in future tense is that what happened yeah. oh 100 oh, okay, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah matter of fact the song that i like cherry yeah yeah it's because it takes like there's a lot of ruminating yeah that comes with like making shit see deep thought man you need you need time to think about things and quarter system doesn't give, it doesn't you, that. give you any time so yeah. so here's here's the thing that i was thinking okay if i went to uh community college one of these two things would happen and depending on which thing happens that'll determine the future one of them is i actually get my chops up mm-hmm. right and then then i have more of a safety net if i get distracted for a week or something yeah um another thing is i don't get my chops up but i'm also not below the threshold at right. a community college so if i did something on the side i'd still pass with the a pass with the b right so then hard, yeah. so so if the first thing happened go back to davis if the second thing happened continue in the community college for as so long as it possible yeah. yeah and there's still a lot of room i could take the whole physics series there mm-hmm. so there's i could spend plenty of time it'd be cheap i already that's what i was gonna say time. it also just makes sense i mean financially and like with your education to take all those classes at a community college like yeah. it's easier to do them there it's you can still learn the same thing there there's the speed advantage though. Speed if you can if you can true. do it at davis and afford yeah. it yeah 
then it's like, well, who's, why are you in a hurry? <laughs> I'm not really in a hurry. <laughs> I'm not, not, not really in a hurry. <laughs> but, um, that, that was my attitude yeah. at the beginning. Now my attitude is, um, I've spent, uh, some amount of time thinking about, um, what my biggest weaknesses are creatively and how I'm going to try to attack those. And, uh, some of the big things are that I have a math paper, but I want to write an explanation for it. Okay. So, um, I realized that it's actually a big priority for me. So is this the paper that you were th thinking about theorizing when I was, mm, I was already done with it at that okay, point. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Cause I, cause I was writing it with like a mirror, the first oh, it was that was paper. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Wait, so you're gonna write? I mean, an maybe, maybe I thought paper? of maybe I thought of some other ones since. Well, you're talking, oh, yeah, I was you're talking, talking about, about like one. Yeah, the queer <laughs> queer math paper. No, no, that one's not. That's what I was no, talking no, 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 about. No, no, yeah. That one's done. Fuck that one. Yeah, that one's not done. That one's in the trash that can. Was in the, yeah, yeah. Well, done in the sense that it's not going to be uh, yeah. approached. There's not really much there. Okay, and it's it's not even worth the fucking. You were I was you were very very adamant. Well, the thing is, I I I. Just really what I mean when I say I want to write is I want to think about something. Right, right. And the writing is kind of like sometimes it helps. Mm -hmm. um, but when I thought about it, I realized like the things, the conclusions here, the things that are worth talking about mm -hmm. are not worth talking about because of the political climate. I mean... Okay, so here's an example. No, I, I mean, I get the political climate, but does that mean that you shouldn't write it just for yourself? I already for have it people? for myself. Okay, I'm done okay, with okay, it for okay, myself. Okay, so one it. of them, one of the things was, I think it's possible to be cisgender and intersex. Cisgender and intersex. Okay. By being um, what is non-binary. See, I think so I need to know the definitions on these things. So yeah. I don't even know. Yeah. So intersex is on the biology side, and it means that you have genitalia from both male and female. It's like... So like, uh, what's the, what's the term? Hermaphrodite? I don't know. I guess. I don't, Means you have I don't both, know. Yeah. All I know is intersex. See, this is part of the reason why this is a horrible time to write it because saying the wrong thing. Yeah, so thing if you're, so, 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 so you're saying you can be, have both, uh, of the genitalia. So that's your biology. Yes. And then cisgender is your it's, sexuality. Cisgender is, means that you're. Identity. Yeah. No, 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 no. no? Cisgender okay. means that you're mentally the same as you are biologically. Oh, okay, yeah, that would make sense. But you would have the way to do that is to be non-binary. To be non-binary, yeah. Okay. If you're intersex and non-binary, that's cisgender. That was one of the conclusions. Of the <laughs> that's confusing. It is, but that's wrap what, your head around that. Yeah, yeah, but that's a very mathy yeah. discussion yeah, yeah, to yeah, have. Yeah. But anyhow, um, you realize, like, but that's there's no reason to even. Yeah, what's the point of that? Like, why? why <laughs> there's you no need reason to, say to die that? on that yeah. hill because it, I, it, I have no stake in the game. <laughs> It's just okay. something that's interesting because I was in the environment where people were worried right. about sex and gender. Right, right, right. So and I said, well, this is actually, all that, yeah. if, if you really think about it, this is a matrix that we're talking about. This, there's sexuality on one hand and identity on the I mean, other. It could be helpful for some people to think about it and to see it written out, though. Yeah. And, yeah. and well, a lot of what I mean to say is that at its root, it is about categories. And categories are fundamentally a mathematical discussion. Mm -hmm. It's actually best had by the people who understand those things because you're not going to make beginners mistakes yeah and and um anyhow it's not worth it <laughs> got <laughs> the it, grand got unified it got theory it. of chefs is enough right and, and so now you're working on an explanation for that yeah okay. and it's really cool like one of the things i realized is that um the best way to think about a chef is on the level of the brain okay 
Now, I've always said uh, a meal is a personally significant goal or accomplishment. Right. But what does it mean physically for something to be personally significant? It has to do with your interaction with the reward center of your own brain. Right. For it to have significance, yeah. Yeah. So the actual experience of significance is a physiological thing in, in space. But mm -hmm. it's not it's, – it's probably measurable, but I don't think it's something that can be measured in a meaningful way at this moment in time. Maybe like – if you but have electrodes point, up to somebody's head, you know, yeah, you can maybe see Elon Musk's yeah. neural link will be able to tell <laughs> if you've, so the, the, basically what I'm saying is the statement, that's a meal to him. Yeah. It's actually a meaningful statement in physics. It's just not obvious that it's meaningful unless I tr kind of go through the explanation of like, okay, this is stupid. This is silly, but it's actually real. Mm -hmm. um, what I'm talking about is not something that's just purely creative. I'm what we find meaningful in our lives from a neuroscience perspective is not very far-fetched anymore. Mm -hmm. You just need to talk about it in the right language. Mm -hmm. And I don't speak that language. Okay. But I do speak this other language and, and I'm just justifying that, hey, when I say things like this, here's why you shouldn't dismiss it. Even if I'm not the person who knows everything about this, I do know enough about it to say it is, uh, it comes from a real place. Mm-hmm. It comes from a real place that there, it really doing different things in your day really does give you a different, a different experience. Mm -hmm. Some things really are more rewarding and you can dismiss that as a subjective uh, discussion, mm -hmm. but it's actually not. Mm -hmm. It's just that we haven't progressed far enough for us to have the objective discussion. Okay. Yeah. So Such as the, the sumo deadlift improving the rest of your week had a lot of significance yeah or is that not a good example it is a good example okay, okay, it's okay. that anything that you find significant my point is finding something significant is actually an objective thing and and, and that's not what i'm saying yeah actually. <laughs> what i'm saying is i think it is not ridiculous to consider that it may be an objective thing <laughs> for something to have significance no for significance to be physics Okay, but why is that important to explain? Because when you make a, uh, uh, a, a a math model of something, it's it's more credible if you can uh, uh, draw a vague connection to physics. Okay, yeah, all right. Because physics is kind of the world of math models. Okay, yeah. But this is kind of the world of. Uh, I almost say it, it's 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 like um, you can paint a picture of a lamp. Mm -hmm. but you can't really paint a picture of a thought, but that's what I've attempted to do. Interesting. So if okay. I can convince you that a thought is similar to a lamp mm -hmm. in some sense, then I it's not so, ridiculous yeah. anymore. Yeah, yeah. 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 Awesome. So is that, is that the core of what the exclamation's about? That there's a lot of math stuff too. Like there's a, there's pure and applied math. Okay. And pure math is largely about um, writing proofs to gain mm -hmm. deeper insight mm -hmm. into math problems. So you, uh, one way of thinking about it is you want to have a more general model of something that's already uh, th that applies to more areas mm -hmm. than just one. I don't have any examples for that. Yeah, right you don't now. have to. You don't have to. Yeah. Um, but but then but then applied is usually about uh, looking at something in the world and saying let's come up with a way. Let's 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 use what we know about this language called mathematics to 
describe this thing that's in the real world. And an example of that is waves um, and like the sine wave, which is okay. a, a trig thing. You're losing me. I'm fading out right now. All right, now. whatever. It's all good. Uh, the, point, shit, the, the, the point is... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a fire. The point is, I try, to bring you, I try to bring it from like, you know, nothing about any of this yeah. shit to like, here's why someone would be interested in doing this okay. useless thing. Right, right, right. Here's like almost... Probably, yeah. Like, here's why it's cool. Here's why it's way cooler than you thought it was. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. is, these are scribbles. Okay, but here's the background for why... So I remember when I, first, when I first read the grand unified chef theory that's what it's called say it again grand unified theory of chefs of chefs sorry don't get don't get insulted or offended <laughs> it was gibberish to me just all these, gibberish. All these... well the truth is it's gibberish to me <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> what's the point though? but it's also real okay okay right right super <laughs> to me it was purely gibberish yeah i couldn't see the real side so i can see the value in the explanation for that as a as a lay person who doesn't speak maths one interesting thing is infinity, you know. That is very interesting. Thing. Like if you think the of concept the, of infinity, yeah. If you think of all the whole numbers from one up, like one, two, three, four, five, and then you think of the even numbers, mm-hmm. two, four, six, mm-hmm. and there's the same number of both of them. That's interesting. Just, it's the same infinity. That is interesting. Yeah, <laughs> it's very interesting. And it's it's like a. a a matching thing. If you can match one to one, yeah. then it must be infinity. So you say, okay, one, two. Three. <laughs> yeah. Two, four. Oh, you can match it one to one the yeah. whole way. Yeah, yeah, Every yeah. time you have one here, stops, you yeah. have one on the other side. So oh. who's to say that they're different? They're, it's the same infinity. Oh, so you're saying is there any is there a fundamental difference between odd and even? No, I'm saying it's it's weird. The concept it of infinity weird. is oh, it's yeah. weird it and it's weird, weird yeah. in ways that aren't obvious. Yeah. No, there's lots of different ways you can you can point that out, I'm sure. Like the in the Grand Unified Theory of Chefs, there's an infinity in it, which is uh the set of all possible meals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, how many how many possible goals are there? Six? Three hundred and ninety two? It has to be infinity. Why does it have to be infinity? Because infinity just means that if you add one more, you you can always create one more thing that still fits in that group. Mm-hmm. So even if you feel like you have all of them, you could just combine two of them and then that would be a new oh, one and that saying. one would yeah, fit in. Yeah, yeah. So, so there's infinite, n- you can yeah. never have all of them. So um, a lot of weird things come from that. Mm-hmm. But um, I have to have a brief discussion about infinity because people don't know about infinity. It's a weird thing. It's a weird thing. Never ends. So you know what I'm saying. Um, but there are not an infinite amount of chefs. There might be. <laughs> I'm not sure that there's... Not an infinite number of chefs. Aren't chefs, are chefs not limited to homo sapiens? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, are they know. not limited to you just sentient to, beings? You just have to have goals and make progress toward them. But there can only be goals as long as there's people pursuing goals. Maybe. So does that mean that the Maybe the goals, goals are infinite? Exist. Do the goals stop existing if all the people stop existing? Probably not. Sounds I don't like think a hole so. in the theory, man. No, I don't think the goals... How can the, so you think that ideas can be separate from physical reality? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Really? Sure. Why not? I mean, who, hey, why not? <laughs> Interesting. Huh. Now, see, these types of discussions actually come straight from that g- gibberish because you, you end <laughs> yeah. up running into a number of topics that don't have obvious yeah. conclusions. It's like, wait a minute. this Like, a big one is uh, 
the the logic versus emotion debate, quote unquote, which I don't think is a very good debate. Mm. I've kind of glossed over it with the whole neuroscience thing, but it's that uh, can you can you have a rational model of something that's not measurable? You know, mm-hmm. it's not really obvious that you can or yeah. why you might be able to. But if you're trying to do that, then you you kind of have to have that discussion. And it, you know, to me, that's one of the beauties behind it mm-hmm. is that packaged in this gibberish is seven important philosophical discussions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not just math, it's philosophy too. It's mostly I personally, Yeah, I personally think that you can't have ideas without people. Why not? Okay, l- let's think of it like that. How about, l- l- let's go back to um, goals, right? Goals, yeah. Well, what is a goal? Really? Let's say my goal is to pick this up. Yeah. That can be a goal, right? Right. Just it be pick this up. Yeah, exactly. If I'm not here, can, I, can the goal of me picking that up be there? If yeah. there's no me to pick it up, how can the goal be How there? can the goal be there? Well, you can set a goal for someone that doesn't exist, though. Like, uh, just make up Burara. Okay. Burara shedding off this camera. Right. Exists. And what if Burara's, not only is Burara not there, but nothing that is even like Burara that can make the decision to shut off the camera is there. There's just a camera in space. Yeah. But no Burara's, or Burara, Kins. How can... can Well, what I would do is I would look at the, um, the physical, uh, the actions that make up shutting off the camera mm-hmm. and say, as long as those possibilities exist, then the goal exists. But what about the component of like will, you know, like willing eh, yourself to do I that? I just do a hand wave to will. Okay. I think, <laughs> I think Cause that, I think that the goal exists independent of the will. I think the will is how you achieve the goal. Okay. But I don't think the will has to be the, in the goal. But like even the, the, the idea of a goal itself, how can there be a goal if there's yeah. nothing that wants to pursue that, is what I'm trying to say. Like Maybe there can't be. I don't think there can be. I think that it's something that's intimately tied with life. Yeah. You know? It's it's a living thing. I think that you can't I think you can abstract it in theory and make some equation that'll say, okay, sure, you can have a goal without people. <laughs> but I think in real life you can't have a goal without people. In real life, yeah. Well, I don't think a person can have a goal without people. But I think the goal can exist even if the even if nobody How does it has exist, that goal. Though? How does it exist? I think it exists. Where does it exist, more importantly? Yeah. I think it exists as the potential for some actions or some set of actions. And where is that? It's just in the... Um, the potential for actions depends on the state of all of the matter at that time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That sounds, that so, sounds reasonable to me. So in some sense, like um, if a boulder is on a hill, then it has the potential to roll down the hill, well, if even you, if it never does. Yeah. If you're talking of goals as like possible futures. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and yeah. that's probably why we disagree because I'm just yeah. saying, well, <clears throat> it's just the possibility of something happening without saying how it will happen or who will do it. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I agree with that for sure. And there are an infinite amount of possible futures. Yeah. And, and, and everything we do shapes as, those futures. As, as long as it can be done, then mm-hmm. it is, in, yeah. in, in my sense, a goal. Mm-hmm. 
And then if someone says, I want to be the person to do that, then mm -hmm. it's their goal. Got it. Yeah. But then again, I mean, what, you know. <laughs> bullshit. It's all bullshit. <laughs> it's all bullshit. I mean, some people, you know, I, I made this song uh, called uh, Gold Chain back in the day. Gold Chain. Yeah, Gold Chain. And it just, it was, you know, um, I did my thing and I got a gold chain. Know what I mean, man? I got a gold chain. I went insane, had to rep my whole lane. I've been in pain, icing on a cold day. And that was the whole song. Nice. <laughs> it repeated about 10 billion times. But some people, the goal is just a gold chain, you know. Mm -hmm. But for other people, the gold chain is the metaphor for the real goal. You know, maybe they say, oh, gold chain, it's something that uh, will give me respect. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's something that is uh, difficult to acquire. Mm -hmm. And that's my goal is to have respect and to have something that's difficult to acquire. And then some other thing actually fits the description of real life. Yeah. And I would count these abstractions as goals, too. Yeah. To say, not just the gold chain, but what it represents as well. Right? Yeah. And, and not just the physical and, actions and potentials in the real world, but also what those actions and potentials represent to the individual pursuing the goal. And that has nothing to do with the actions. You know what I mean? You could mm -hmm. say, my goal is to be strong and then go on and write a play. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and say, oh, yeah, that's being strong. To yeah. me, yeah. writing the play is being strong. And I would count that as a goal as well. Yep. Sounds right to me. <laughs> All right. Well, it sounds like it's time for the most important question in the universe. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. <laughs> I know that there's only one outcome. Let's hear it. Oh, no. Oh, no. What's it going to be? <laughs> Oh. Don't let's not do any up or down, right or left. Come on. <laughs> this or that. <laughs> Wait, you're kind of ruining the whole flow of the show. Right I told now. you I would. I told okay, you. Okay, let me do this over. I'm just okay? upholding my promise. <laughs> and now it's time for the most important question the in the most universe. important question in the universe. First or second? Second. That's right. Strawberry blueberry. One berry, two berry. That's a snack, blackberry. Hey! Do I really want the stem or the cherry? Bucket naked doing mathematics. Hey! Dynamic, I don't mind static. Hey! Can't deny it, I might die tonight. Hey! Every rainbow's just white light. Uh, keep my toppings on top of Helicops, helicopter, draw the whole lot, cartographer, think about dots, philosopher, check the bars with a barometer, not a day without chefing, that's negligence, don't trust what I say, check the evidence, it all depends on the mold you were shaped in, what you make from the leaves that you break in, either you get it or you don't. Either it's burnt bread or it's toast Either a wavelength or a note Either a joke or a real quote 
either use it or lose your vote. Strawberry, blueberry. One berry, two berry. That's a snack, blackberry. Hey, I really want the stem or the cherry. Not the most musical, more Dr. Seussical. All my work's useless, I keep my dick usable. I'm a nuisance, the proof's in the juices Finish all your trig and your sig fig mutants She smoked that estrogen and progesterone Threw it in the vape, took it to the dome Fuck it, I might hit the testosterone Chef's cut, dopamine with some melatonin I can't tame it if it's too tame I can't name it, it's a new name Left right when the life came Every night play the dice game Draw the line through the right planes Is it mean if I don't mean it? What's a fucking mean mean to a deviant? And not to diss you, but you stop chefing I don't miss you, I have no tissue Strawberry, blueberry One berry, two berry That's a snack, blackberry Hey, do I really want the stem or the cherry? I keep it one more than a thousand I see these sheep charged up, keep it rounded Somebody show these, where the pound is? I think the kitchen's getting crowded Same place, different state Same shit the chefs love, the sheep take My beats in a briefcase Never cheap with the beefsteak Nothing free in that sweepstake I think they're locked into the optics I'm like the opposite, I'm like their compliment I'd rather say a lot with a little Sold the violin, got a fiddle If you don't experiment, you don't walk You wanna talk? Are you really about the chalk? Then please shut the fuck up, enough is enough Sheep ass arguments, get your tongue cut Strawberry, blueberry one berry, two berry. That's a snack, blackberry. Hey, do I really want the stem or the cherry?